podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Everyone, this is Nikki Yu, also known as Stasis Trader. It's all it's already the first half of the year. It's June 2021. So we're starting the month with a bang. I'd say that um we closed the last May, knowing that the market truly bottomed. And we're starting this week after a happy Memorial Day weekend to all the Americans out there and all the Filipinos and all the other nationalities washing Austin 10X. So I'm going to share with you a few things, uh, a few news. Okay, so you're seeing that Louis Vuitton's Bernard Arnault, the chairman of Louis Vuitton, bought more shares of his company. And I was sharing actually to a lot of people that if you're actually buying a Dior bag for your loved one, instead of spending $5,000 to $20,000 on Dior bags, owning LVMH or Louis Vuitton, which owns Dior and 75 other brands, will automatically give you free bags for life. Just invest in it year after year. And in fact, boyfriends would make better husbands if they start gifting their girlfriends with LVMH stocks rather than bags. You'll notice that for the last 10 years, this is the actual chart of Louis Vuitton, starting from approximately about $120 to as high as $650 or a 5x move over the last 10 years. Basically, they own all the brands that you love, Bulgari, Givenchy, Marc Jacobs, um, Dior, Fendi, DKNY, all of your Hermes, Moet Chandon, um, Dom Perignon. You could see that um, it's got wines and spirits, fashion and leather goods. They even own Tiffany & Co. right now. They own watches, Bulgari, Tag Heuer. So basically all the luxury, even selective retail. Sephora, and so forth. So perfumes, cosmetics, Makeup Forever, Benefit, Fresh, Kenzo. So things that you have to understand, the Awesome 10x way of investing is actually about learning to build assets over time. In fact, I was sharing to the community that um, Queen Bee, um, Queen Beyonce, and Jay-Z are self-made billionaires because not necessarily from their singing performances. It's about their smart decisions. For instance, it was said that Beyonce refused the $6 million payment of Uber. In fact, she said, just pay it in shares of Uber. And that $6 million singing performance in 2015 turns out to be $300 million or a 50x move in 2021. So hats off to Queen Bee and hats off to Jay-Z for very strong business decisions. In fact, even Rihanna is the best, um, one of the best female musicians of all time. But actually, she's the highest earner in, uh, in 2019. There was a Forbes uh, list. Uh, Britain actually reported that Rihanna has 400 million euros. 
Uh, take note that Louis Vuitton and Rihanna has a partnership with Fenty, Rihanna Fenty, and reported that um, Rihanna was paid has a net worth of at least 400 to 500 million euros. So that's approximately 600 to 700 million dollars. So that's how Austin 10X makes money. You have to think, how do I make money while I sleep? Remember that the assets are all about, it's not about working your ass off every single day. It's about working, but saving a portion of that earnings and actually investing it in great companies. So let's talk about some great companies today, guys. Um, I was sharing um, a great forum about Pintuoto. Pintuoto is actually getting... Um, Pintuato would have the food systems forum. I shared it here. I'll share it to all of you guys. Um, okay, indoor farming. So most people don't see that Pintuato is a food security uh, winner, but it is. So they said, of course, um, the same things that we are asking you. How do we feed 10 billion people by 2050? In about 30 years, we're going to have to sustainably use technology, and that's agri-tech. As part of our efforts to catalyze change and spark greater collaboration in the agriculture food space, Pintuoto is convening its inaugural Food Systems Forum this July 14 to 15. Join us online, explore topics ranging from smart farming, even novel foods regulation with our global panel of experts including Dr. Agnes Kalibata, UN Secretary General Special Envoys, Envoy to the 2021 Food Systems Unit, Professor Jaya Henry, the principal investigator for alternative protein nutrition research. They will also be speaking on our nutrition panel. This exciting forum is available to all of us on how to build a more resilient food system with technology. It's a webinar that you, can, you and I can actually join. And a part of this food security is, of course, the rising demand for all the plant-based and nutrition food products. In one article in Economic India Times, it says that immunity nutrition food products are flying off the shelves. It reminds me about the secular trends of Beyond Meat, Oatly, and Tattooed Chef. Speaking of, let's discuss those three companies. So Beyond Meat has been rising, in fact, so strongly over the last May 2021. You could see that with strong volume, Beyond Meat rose from 101 to as high as $154 or over 54% in a less than a month span. That's actually just two weeks. I'd argue that while there might be resistances at about $161 for Beyond Meat, take note that a higher low will be suggested to buy here at about $130 if it ever drops there. $135 to about $120 is a buying zone. Don't forget Beyond Meat. Beyond Meat is two ways. The reason why it's rising is because Beyond Meat is still um, generating a large portion of sales from restaurants. So take note that restaurant partners have been Dunkin' Brands, Starbucks, Tim Hortons, you've got McDonald's, you've got Yum! Brands from the KFC Group for Yum! China, making Beyond Vegan Nuggets. You also have got Alibaba Partnership, Pepsi, they've got um, snack food related items with Beyond Meat. So um, they've got Beyond Pork and the Shanghai Factory to boot in China facility for those in China who wants Beyond Pork and Beyond Sausages. We're seeing that this company for quite, um, you'll notice for the last 2020 has been trading in a range 
from about 110 to about 170 dollars or a 60 percent range it's possible guys that with all the partnerships now doing well give it about six months this beyond meat will rally from 130 all the way to about 180 or 200 we'll see whether it can break 160 dollars first but i'm in the bullish trend for beyond meat tattooed chef is of course another plant meat trend um, it's listed as TTCF. This was um, this used to be your FMCI, if you still remember before the SPAC name. So it has been actually a strong move from about 15, 16 rallies to 22. Nonetheless, I'd say that there are some sellers here at 26 to 27. But do note that Tattooed Chef here at $18 could get a lot of buyers. Let's see about Oatly. This is the newest Beyond Meat play. This is for the milk brands. So this Oatly listed in the market, $20 to $23. Let's learn more about Oatly Group, Oatly IPO. So Oatly is more expensive right now than Beyond Meat. It chases $10 billion valuation with its IPO. It's Oprah back. So let's see about Oatly. Um, take, note do that, take note too that uh, Martha Stewart just recently advocated a new SPAC yet again. Um... You know about Martha Stewart joining the app Harvest, another agri-tech, APTH. But um, I think there's also another company that Martha Stewart is helping out. So um, definitely, we're getting a lot of uh, good backing from celebrities for these plant-based alternatives, organic products, indoor farming products. We are a bunch of a bull on APPH. We, are, we were a buyer of Nova's Capital even before it was named as AppH, App Harvest. Do note that $11 had a strong rebound back to 18. I'd say that right now we are seeing that the SPAC winter is actually thawing out. And every every SPAC actually that got um that got back near the ten eleven dollars is actually up and running at least fifty to seventy percent. This app harvest actually bounced from eleven all the way to eighteen. I'd say that um there might be some selling at eighteen dollar pressure, but definitely I'd say higher lows for June and July for app harvest. Now um let me read more articles on Oatly IPO. So Oatly, everything you need to know about Oatly. This is the plant-based dairy. Um, it raised about $1.65 billion, priced at $17 per share. So let's read this Oatly IPO. Everything you need to know. Oat milk sales have been surging, the fastest-growing plant-based milk category. Swedish brand Oatly, um, vegan milk producer, patented its enzyme technology turning oats into a milk substitute. So they got listed at $17. It's now trading at $22. So it's actually getting the Beyond Meat wave. It has been known as the Beyond Meat of milk. Um, so far, let's see how much does it make. Oatly makes its money through sales of oat milk, but they also make plant-based ice cream, custard, cold coffee, and yogurt. Its barista oat milk is used so much in, cappuc in cappuccinos and macchiatos. Oatly received funding from Oprah Winfrey, Jay-Z, Natalie Portman, and the Belgian Family Investment Group, Verily Invest. So is Oatly profitable? So far, the revenues are $200 million in 2019. 
as 2020, they doubled, but no figures have been made public. We do know that only sales accelerated throughout the pandemic, which is uh, an accelerating of a trend towards um, plant-based alternatives. So far in the sales of U.S., non-dairy or plant-based milk rose 23% to approximately $2 billion of sales in 2020. Sales of oat-based products have reached $288 million. So what's the strategy? There's a growing demand for plant-based equivalent to dairy. The movement away from dairy is largely fueled by environmental concerns and basically healthier food. Company announced that they're going to be opening the biggest plant-based dairy factory in the UK as early as 2023. Oatly is going up because of conscious sustainability-based missions and they've received another $200 million in funding from investment group Blackstone. Um, let's see. Let's see some more. Who are their competitors? So far, you've got Dan One, which produces the plant-based Alpro brand, organic food delivery firm Abel & Cole. You've got plant-based yogurt company Chobani, which also is considering a listing of about $7 to $10 billion. Let's take a look at the following owners. You've got Verley Invest, China Resources, Industry Fondin, Blackstone Growth Fund, Oster Yostif Telson, Orkila Capital, private individuals, employees. The current CEO of Oatly is Tony Peterson. You've got COO Daniel Comiskey. We'll take a look at uh, more ideas for Oatly. Let me read more. Oatly is raising $1.65 billion. The current valuation is over 10B. This company sold it at $17 per share. Bailey Gifford also got an, um, was indicating interest, buying as much as $500 million. So at $23, guys, this is actually trading already beyond me $160. Sorry? Okay, so um, it's already um, priced premium to, buy, to be exact even if it just got listed okay um in june oatly secured more money what will they do with that money let's see this is the brand oatly oat milk okay let me see further let's go to the website oatly investors relations okay investor relations oatly group the original. Oatly is the world's original and largest oat drink company. Financials and filings, media. Let's take a look at their presentations. Twenty-three pages. I recognize how big the sustainability challenges are. Just to get things clear, all right, so let's take a look. At, as you know, it's all oats for us. We develop, produce, market, and sell oat-based products. In 2019, we produced 165 million liters of product, which was double the amount we produced in 2018. So basically, this company has been growing every year. So it's like 200, before that, it was 100M, and then 50 million, and so forth. Growth in sales for 2019 was 88%. Our wild growth continued in terms of people and the number of employees. So this is actually the pride and joy of Sweden. 
Sweden where you have um, companies like IKEA, right? Swedish Meatballs, QDP, QDPI. Okay, um, system change required. Nokia is actually, um, I think, also Sweden. Oh, sorry, I think it was Finland. Either way, it's part of those area, Nordic region. Okay, um, upgraded society. We could talk about sustainability amongst ourselves all day long, but um, it wouldn't exactly be the most helpful thing we could do to this amazing planet. So let's start making changes. So climate footprint declarations. All right, so the food supply chain generates around 25% of the world's total human-created climate impact. That's more than the estimated 14% of global greenhouse emissions generated by all moving cars, trains, planes. Wow, so it's the food supply chain that we have to fix so that we can be more responsible for climate impact. So the key food industry, show us your numbers. All right, let's take a look at their sustainability numbers. They say they love farmers. Without them, no oats, no oatly. These farmers exist and we do sustainable ones. Okay. I need the numbers though. It's a lot of words, 20 plus words. Ingredients. All right. Climate impact of their ingredients. Around half of our total 2019 climate footprint or 0.23 kilos of um, carbon dioxide per liter of produced product comes from our ingredients. This is an increase of 15% compared to 2018 um, because it had due to the use of finished oats that have a high climate footprint due to the humus-rich soils. Let me see. Well, at the very least, we know that they are using ingredients that are climate change friendly, less greenhouse emissions. That's what you'll see with their sustainability reports and as well as their packaging. So that gives you um, Danimer Scientific yet again and um, AACQ yet again. And uh, for SPAC, so okay, uh, AACQ will have their uh, change in name this month. So um, in terms of biodegradable plastics, take a look at Orsha's acquisition my expectation is that this $10 will rise about $11, just as what happened with Stick, which actually changed their name to Bark. That's Northern Star acquisition. This is a SPAC. You're seeing that volumes have been rising. So um, we are actually assuming that some SPACs are throwing out. You've seen how Tattoo Chef rose. You've seen how Hims and Hers rose. So um, Hims went from about $8 to $15 in just two weeks' time after good numbers. So some SPACs got badly hit and therefore with just a catalyst of good numbers and a general market momentum now favoring growth stocks yet again, we are truly seeing that um, we are getting more love and a more broader movement, not just about value stocks or so-called reopening names, but also your growth stocks. So um, we're really getting a better bullish, um, bullish market in the USA so far. What I've been doing with my own account as well is I've been holding my winners, been holding my NVIDIA Twitter. I still have some uh, reopening names holding those winners like Shake Shack, Disney, and Uber. And I've also added a couple of weed-related names. 
let me share to you why we love some weed names. So there is this more act. So um, the more act of 2021 is now introduced in Congress. It will actually decriminalize marijuana at the federal level, reassess marijuana convictions and invest in local communities. Um, let's see this exact more act M O R E the top law firms in cannabis. Okay. So um, the month of May has come and gone. The cannabis world is still waiting on Senator Chuck Schumer's promised comprehensive legalization bill. His House counterparts aren't waiting. Representative Gerald Nadler introduced an updated version of the Moore Act, which is a narrower decriminalization bill today that was um, released May 29, 2021. USA cannabis companies will help um, Green Thumb Industries truly our wellness, prepare to move their listings to major U.S. exchanges as soon as possible to bring in more investors. Take note that Green Thumb Industries and truly our Canadian-based companies and as well as our wellness, they're very good in Canada and they want to actually get listed in U.S. So far, we're actually accessing them in U.S. through the OTC market. Let me share to you those cannabis names. This is G. Had, uh, the recent low for 2021 was only nearing 27 or still double last year. Try to pay uh, pay attention to these cannabis names. GTBIF, TCNNF, Green Thumb, and TrueLeave. TrueLeave actually did very well, very profitable. They're actually doing this state by state in Illinois. This is a medical marijuana company. $13 around August last year. It's now trading at $37. There could be some profit taking on TrueLeave. This is TCNNF. Could go to as much as $30 lower uh, or from 37 to 30. I'll wait a lower pullback on TrueLeave. But definitely, these are companies that will benefit on this decriminaliz decriminalization of marijuana bill. So far, so good for all the uh, marijuana names. If you're noticing, canopy growth rose with volume last week after earnings so let's read canopy growth's earnings this is the largest company listed in the marijuana sector or cannabis sector and uh, reported the numbers last june uh, last um last 12 hours ago so let's see about their news new news releases okay um i think it's gonna report today june 1 so it's gonna be still later on ah yeah, yeah yeah so canopy growth welcomes martha stewart as their official strategic advisor that was as of may 20 2021 and they're announcing their june 2021 investor conference participation they're reporting the results the night june 1 so before the market opened so I, I still haven't seen the reports of canopy growth but so far the market will take a look at whether canopy growth can be growing in their cbd um as uh, people are expecting high hopes for them okay so the brands of canopy growth they're actually very good in um in recreational marijuana as well as medical i'll read to you some of the brands that they've built already Tweed is the most recognized cannabis brand in the world. It's built a large following and meaningful consumer relationships. Tweed does not just sell cannabis. It facilitates a conversation about the product we've all heard but haven't met intimately yet. The Martha Stewart brand is going to be a new portfolio of natural vermeil flavored gummies soft gels and oil drops specially formulated by Martha Stewart in, in collaboration with CBD scientists of CGC, 
de delivering a delicious dose of pure premium CBD isolate. Inspired by ingredients in Martha's own kitchen, the results are pure, safe, and great-tasting CBD products. Another brand of CGC is BioSteel. This is the most trusted brand in both locker rooms and households alike. It's BioSteel Sports Nutrition is the number one choice for all the sports nutrition consumers globally. The best kept secret in sports is no longer a secret. So um, as for those who are actually not aware, CBD is a stress reliever. So um, it's actually a very good... Um, a good dosage helps you. It's not the it's not the way that makes you high. Uh, if you're not familiar with what CBD is, you can just check a lot of videos about cannabidiol. House plants. This is the story uh, wherein they bring cannabis to the forefront of a culture, destigmatizing all the notions about the plant. House plant is continuing their relentless focus with the highest quality products, allowing people to trust try and enjoy cannabis in a format that is right for them, elevating cannabis and the surrounding culture. Tokyo Smoke is the best of cannabis with preeminent retail. It's ushering a new brand, a new era, featuring their line of recreational cannabis. Deep Space is very small, potent, and ready to go, preparing for the bold taste of its dark, full-flavored carbonated drink in a conveniently sized 222 ml containing the highest legal THC potency. If you want to be high, you have to have those high THC components and those are offered by Deep Space. The Tweed is a value brand. This is some balanced strains in all provincial cannabis markets, cannabis markets for indica, sativa, and balanced strains. Quattro is a line of cannabis-infused, naturally-flavored, sparkling water beverages available in CBD only or THC CBD balanced varieties. So those are blends. Simple Stash, you can see more LBS, DNA Genetics, Doja, Surity Pro, Ace Valley, Vert Mirabel. You can clearly see that investors primarily um, have a high conviction on CGC. CGC is actually the most, um, the largest company brand right now when it comes to cannabis. You can see and learn more with their financial results tonight, so we'll read it tomorrow. Okay, um, it's going to be released later evening, guys. Okay, um, so I've seen actually a lot of cannabis names go up. CGC Rose, Kronos went up 15% to about $9 already. You're seeing the bottom here at 7 now hitting 9 You're seeing Tilray also rising. Um, from about Tilray rose from about fourteen all the way to seventeen dollars. Do think that Tilray has more to go to about twenty five dollars. So um, I'm seeing that this week is very bullish for cannabis names um, and very bullish for plant based trends. So let me see all of your questions. Are you into water stocks? Actually, not so much. Um, I have no idea so much about water. Hi Nikki, thoughts on AMC. AMC was already taken profit from last Friday, so I'd argue that the AMC, GME, Space, and BBBY was all taken profits already. A large bearish candle on AMC from 36 to 26, I think that is over for now. GME also at take profit zone from about 275 all the way to 222, already done. Space also done. Um, that is a candle from 35 all the way to 31. BBBY, Bed Bath & Beyond, also done. From about 29 already down to 28. I think that it was a 
hit and run move. So AMC, GME, BBBY, SPC, that's done. Blackberry is also done. Um, it's done. I think these are just um, one week done. It's like a one night stand and it's a fling and that's over. $12 to 10 for Blackberry, it's over. So it's a sell on all of them. AMC, Blackberry, BBBY, Bed Bath & Beyond, and GameStop, Space, Virgin Galactic is also a sell. Um, so it's not a good name to own, Mr. Linden. Is the Tillery squeeze coming? I think with cannabis sector, I'm bullish. So I'm actually bullish on Tillery. I'd argue that even QuantumScape, there could be a squeeze. I actually, guys, have IBKR and eToro. So actually in eToro, you can follow me. Um, people who follow me are up actually 40% for the year. So you can just copy me um, manually or automatically, guys. Um, it's for your own good. Just um, listen and follow and make money at the same time. Um, you'll see actually that a lot of companies that I have are balanced. You'll see that NVIDIA will continue to grow. Any drops on NVIDIA at about $600 is just a chance for me to add more. Even Twitter. I, I've seen Twitter, Snapchat, Pinterest actually rise. I'm, I've added, I'm speculating a little bit on the online education names. We argue that Pal, Edu, and um, some Cool Learn looks to be actually bottoming out. So uh, I've been buying some of these. Cool Learn, 1797, Edu, um, New Oriental Education. We're seeing this bottoming out process of capitulation. Pal looks to be also bottoming out. I'm taking a look actually in some specs. Northern Star, strong bottoming out. However, Northern Star is not listed in eToro, so it's only available in IBKR. Um, but you're seeing as well that I'm bullish on um, Pintuatua, JD, and Alibaba. I do have um, uh, some of those Chinese big techs. And um, if you're seeing that uh, I'm still down in my sun power, but uh, I, I'm planning to actually just hold it all, uh, hold it still. I'm also bullish on Airbnb, so I'm actually bullish on this traveling theme. Airbnb, I'm bullish on some Chinese demand for travel, even if um, some of these airlines have gone up and gone down. So actually, this is a bullish uh, buy for me. For those who don't have 1055, this area 5.29 is actually a good area to buy. So um, actually, I might have to buy more now. Actually, let me post and buy it right now. And since I can do leverage with this, I'm going to go there and buy more. There. Okay, open trade. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm actually bullish on China's largest southern, uh, China's largest airline, which is China Southern. I could have done it as well with China East Air. I could also have done it with uh, 753, which, which is Air China. But you're seeing that I'm actually in general bullish on a lot of reopening themes. So I'm bullish on luxury retail as well. That means I'm bullish on Farfetch. These drops of Farfetch at $40 and $44 is a good area for me to buy. I'm not sure if um, eToro has Poshmark. I'm actually also bullish. Oh yeah, it's good. I am also bullish on Poshmark here, but I can't do leverage. So um, I'm generally bullish on the re entire reopening themes. So uh, my positioning has a lot of reopenings, some weed names. I guess I'll also be bullish on indoor farming, food security theme stocks. So plant-based trends are doing well. So Beyond Meat is not, in my view, a meme. It's actually a restaurant recovery play. So um, restaurant recovery and the secular trend on plant meat. So you've got a lot of partners. 
And the beautiful thing about it is that it's got a graded and a lot of short ratio. So any potential squeeze will benefit beyond me. Um, actually, for water stocks, I'm not, I, I haven't really studied, so I, I don't know much about it. So you're saying FIW, First Trust Water, PHO. I just put it in my um, watch list, Water Resources. Okay, so it uh, looks like you're doing well on your portfolio with these water names. It's been going up for quite um double now, 27 to 54. Actually, I'm not that surprised with the double from March lows. Almost everything actually doubled. So um, I'll be more... Um, I'll see it more as an outperformer if it was more like 10x or 5x from March lows. So, um, yeah. But it's okay. It's worth a study, I suppose. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm taking a look at some of these metals. Um, aqua metals. I'm taking a look at this. I've been taking a look at lithium as well. I've mentioned this in our last Friday's class. I've been buying some lithium uh, I've been buying some, because this is part of the electric vehicle trend. Would you think MESA would still run up or still too late? Actually, I'm not familiar with MESA. So, um, MESA Air Group. Ah, so it's an airline too. I didn't study it there. I'm not sure. Actually, I'm just familiar with the four top airlines of the United States. So I'm talking about Delta Airlines, United Airlines, American Airlines, and um, Southwest Airlines. So just those four. Those those four are, are, are where I'm bullish upon. I think the price of AMC tomorrow or rather later on is going to drop. Um, you'll still continue to get some profit taking. So um, this to me was a primary sell off. And um, how low can it go? Maybe back to about $18. What you're noticing guys is that wearables are came. We had this MN. We bought it here about $2.50 and even at $2. Some of us already sold last night at $3.30 to $3.60. Last week, basically last Friday. Actually, I even sell it at $4. But this one already tells you that after a surge, actually Emma surge after earnings and after uh, investor confidence. So um, you're seeing really strength on the wearables. So I'd say that this, the stocks that you should be very bullish upon, take a look at Copen, will probably rise about $9.00. Take a look at Boozy. This will also rise from about $17 to about $20. Any drops will be bought. Copen, Boozy, Eman, Mvis, Microvision, also perhaps a buying area here at $16 or $15. And um, High Max at about $11 or $12. Actually, this one already at $13. But uh, we've been bullish on these lows. It's definitely, I'd say that um, the U.S. market is on the way up. And um, you should be considering more bullish buys this June. Been seeing even the lagger names rise. The laggers, meaning the Chinese big tech, um, they are laggards in the portfolio. Solar names have been laggards but have been trending up. Teladoc and Amwell has been a laggard, but I think that it also has been bottoming out. So definitely, I'd say that uh, for the next month or so, it's really just buy the dips and you'll make a rip. Thank you very much, and that's it tonight. Have a good evening or have a good morning. See you again tomorrow. Bye.